Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, JP. Just want to let you know, before we get into this episode of the Happy Hour, where Melissa, Denny, and I break down the Wednesday episode of Big Brother Canada 5, that this is the last episode of the Happy Hour ever. Yes, it is. Crazy, right? It's It's been a wild ride. I can't believe um, it's already here. Um, but, it, you know, if you've been following the podcast for the past little while, um, I made my announcement in April that I will be retiring at the end of the season. Um, and, unfortunately, I am going to be at the BB Can 5 finale next week in Toronto, which means I'm not going to be able to record the podcast on Wednesday or Thursday night. So uh, really sorry about that. A bit of, It's a really a bittersweet time for me, um, and it sucks to go. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just one of those things that, that had to be done, and, and the time is here. The time has come. So uh, I just wanted to thank everybody for all the love and support you've given me over the years, uh, whether you've been a true believer from day one or, you know, you just hopped on board recently. Um, it really means a lot that you've uh, supported me and, and been listening to these happy hour shows. Um, just to let you guys know, this is not the last podcast in which you'll hear from me is as I will be on uh, the Monday episode of uh, Rob's coverage of uh, BB Can 5. So if you want to check that out, robiswebsite.com slash rehapups to make sure you can subscribe to that feed. Uh, so I will be on that show talking about BB Can 5 one last time before um, I say goodbye. That will be my last podcast as an official member uh, of the RHAP family. So um, just want to let you guys know about that to give you a little bit of a heads up before we go into this episode to uh, enjoy it, maybe savor this one a little bit because it might be one of the last times you hear from me in a podcast. Uh, the other thing I want to let you know about is uh, that uh, there is you know, some swearing on this podcast and I'm sorry we recorded this late at night. So if you have kids in the car, if you are really sensitive to uh, you know, some curse words, um, maybe this is not the podcast for you or maybe you want to put your earbuds in when you listen to this or something along those lines. It's nothing excessive but it does come up at times and i you know i i I hate you know doing it and and not letting you guys know because you know i i just don't want kids to be around when that happens and and i'm sorry for that so uh anyway just wanted to give you a heads up about that wanted to give you a heads up about this being the last podcast as well so uh without further ado for the final time ryan elder take it away it's the reality tv What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Reality TV Happy Hour. My name is Jordan Parhar, and today we are back talking about Big Brother Canada 5 live on robhasawebsite.com. And with me today is a good pal of mine who is staying up late with me on the West Coast. Uh, good thing you're not on the East Coast because uh, that would be that would be very rough. But uh, <laughs> coming to us live from L.A., your internet connection's not doing so hot. She's a little sleepy, but she's here. It is Melissa Denny, ladies and gentlemen. Melissa, how are you? I'm good. Um, I thought you were going to refer to me as that one girl or that new girl. Um, yes, that that's new what girl. Kevin, yes, that's, that's right. Now, so, you know, I'll take what I can get. And if that's it, if it's nameless, that's fine. Yes, that's right. Uh, for those of you who did <laughs> not see today, Kevin gave a shout out on the live feeds to the RHAP crew. He said, shout out to Taryn, shout out to Alex Kidwell, shout out to Brent, the villain of the podcast, shout out to Jordan Parhar. And oh, yes, shout out to that new girl. <laughs> oh, she's good. What's her name? I can't remember. Oh, but Melissa, you told me in the pre-show that uh, Kevin knew your name earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. How <laughs> I happened. don't understand it. It just like left his brain because earlier in the season, he was telling Cassandra about me and saying like, you know, that I was this new girl named Melissa and I'm a lawyer and blah, blah, blah. And now all of a sudden he's like, mm, some girl, some random girl. But he did say that I have good insight when I'm yes. not nervous. When you're not nervous. <laughs> so that's good. So that's good. So that's like very that. good. Yes. <laughs> and you're definitely not nervous tonight because it's the most like this is the most laid back environment you could be in. This is uh I'm looking at the the people watching this. I think this is the lowest number of viewers we've had all season because it's so late. Everyone knows <laughs> what's going to happen. So this is a super chill podcast. This is going to be fun. 
Um, so yeah, Luna C in the chat says Kevin's brain is full of sprinkles right now. And yes, that's true. It is, uh, from that that study board. So, uh, so we're not going to hold against Kevin. I will say interesting. Uh, he forgot to shout out Rob, but, uh, that's (laughs) shout out to the RHAP crew. Forgets about Rob, which is very (laughs) RHAP without Rob. Yes. I think maybe he meant the happy hour crew, but Hey, it's okay. Kev, we'll forgive you. Uh, just to set things up for you guys, we are live on Rob's website.com. We're talking about big brother Canada five. Uh, it is very late on the East Coast. It's still late on the West Coast here. So not a ton of people here tonight. Not sure how late we're going to go, but we'll talk about the episode a little bit. We'll get into the live feeds a little bit later. We're going to be taking some of your questions as well. Hashtag we're happy hour. If you want to send those in on Twitter, I am at Jordan Parhar. We'll be looking at those later on the show. And I hope to do more questions today because, you know, there isn't a ton to talk about. Uh, so feel free to send those in. Uh, also, you might be wondering, hey, why is it just JP and Melissa? Well, that's because Rob Sestronino and Brent and Alex and Taryn, they are all in Toronto for uh, the live know-it-alls, uh, KIA, as they're calling it, A with uh, E-H, the Canadian way of saying A. <laughs> uh, so they're doing, they're at that, they were at that taping tonight and they are at the uh, Big Brother Canada 5 live show uh, which is going to be uh, tomorrow night or uh, third today if you're listening to this in the audio archives. Uh, so if you want to get tickets for that, they're still available. Robinswebsite.com slash Toronto BB Can. You're going to see some uh, BB Can alum that are going to be there. Lots of other great stuff. So definitely check that out if you are in the greater Toronto area. Okay, Melissa, let's uh, let's just jump into this episode. I mean, uh, I guess the big thing we want to talk about is this veto ceremony. And... Uh, People, uh, I mean, people, the internet went very well. Twitter went very crazy uh, when this happened. Uh, Kevin, uh, just to recap for people who do not see the episode, uh, obviously, Dimitri and Ike are on the block. Kevin wins the power veto courtesy of the Baywatch competition. And then uh, instead of leaving the nominations the same as many people thought he would do, uh, he takes Ika off the block. He puts Dylan up in her place. Uh, Dimitri says uh, that Kevin is the dumbest Big Brother Canada mastermind of all time. Uh, Dimitri, I, I think you need to go back and watch Big Brother Canada 3 one more time. Uh, see that guy in big in week five when I think that guy might be the dumbest Big Brother Canada mastermind <laughs> of all time, but not 100% sure. Uh, so, But anyway, so now we were in the situation that a lot of people were not expecting. I certainly was not expecting. And I was, uh, I, I was very, uh, I'll be honest, I was uneasy when I saw this happen. Uh, Ike is off the block. Now it's Dimitri and Dylan up on the block next to each other. Ike and Karen have the two votes this week, Melissa. What do we think about this move from Kevin? Uh, or for, in, First, let's look at it just from just the move in general. And then let's, let's talk about, uh, I'll, I'll talk about some other stuff. So just your thoughts on the move. Uh, my thoughts on the move as a viewer are great because now potentially and probably uh, Dimitri's and Ica will stay and Kevin will be there too and we'll get rid of Dylan who's kind of a peripheral player. So, you know, who cares, right? And so my, my thoughts on the move as a viewer are like, great, awesome, fun to watch. Ica tells him to, you know, shove the veto somewhere and then he's just decides to use it on her so it was kind of a weird fun turn of events great but on the other hand the move for kevin uh very 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 bad just bad i mean this could turn around and like he could you know win the game this could be a great move it could turn out that like everything works out in his favor but from where we are sitting right now, it is just not a good move at all. I mean, especially after Ika does that giant like speech in the ceremony, it's like, you'd think that in his mind, he'd be like, okay, wait, maybe I should go back. Maybe I should rethink this. Like this can't be good for me, but he did it anyway. And I was, I felt like Dylan at the end of the ceremony when Dylan's like, what? And I was just like, (laughs) yep, same same what <laughs> yeah i'm surprised we didn't get some like a, a sound of dylan's heavy breathing in there when uh when he's on the block like <gasps> what uh so um <laughs> in terms of how this happened on feeds melissa you know from what we were showing the episode it was portrayed as kevin won the veto he says in the pantry he's like it's like a funeral in here every time i win something this is great i love it i might mix things up we'll see what happens and then he has this conversation with karen where karen's like you know sketching him out a little bit he's like oh crap they're gonna vote ika out i need to take her off the block and save her so she doesn't go home this week because i know i can 
kick her ass in competitions. Um, is that basically the sequence of how it went down on the feeds, or was this something that Kevin decided before the competition even started? Yeah, he had pretty much come up with the plan before the competition had even happened. So I, I just, I honestly, I'm, I struggle to find out, like, to figure out, like, where he thinks this is like a good move. Like, I understand. I understand his reasoning, but like he's played with these guys the entire season. He knows that, you know, Karen and, and Dylan and these people just like, aren't logical. Like I, how does he like all of a sudden think that Karen is going to, you know, do a, make a move. That's like a really good strategic move that makes sense to Kevin. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't I, get it. I do agree. That is the flaw in Kevin's thinking. I will say that yes, Karen is an illogical player. And I think Kevin should know that, but from Kevin to defend Kevin a little bit and big surprise, the biggest <laughs> Kevin fanboy in the world is going to defend him. So if you don't want to hear this, then just turn this podcast off. Cause I'm going to defend Kevin a little bit here. Uh, well, is this a good move? Absolutely not. But I will say that Karen making a move so that she guarantees she does not win this game, essentially, um, from my perspective, in, in by getting rid of Dylan. I don't know if we can really blame Kevin for that. Does that make sense? Like, with what Karen is doing, she is basically saying, okay, from Kevin's perspective, he's like, okay, Karen is going to save Dylan because Karen Dylan is Karen's only shot of winning this game, and Dylan will take Karen to the end of the game. But so I, that's why I think for him, he's just like, well, there's no way she's going to vote out um vote out dylan because then she has nobody that's gonna you know take her to the end uh, well other than i guess kevin but she she can't win against kevin she can't win against Demetri. she can't win against Ika. so I, I don't know if we can really fault kevin for making this move as much as people are faulting him for it is this a bad move yes is this the worst move in the history of big brother canada and is kevin the dumbest big brother canada player ever no what do you think about that yeah, am I don't I, think. Am I crazy for saying that? Because no, Twitter, Twitter I, was like assassinating <laughs> Kevin for this move, and I was like, and you know, and Brent was going on saying this is worse than your move, JP, and all this stuff. I'm like, guys, guys, let's think about this, okay? Kevin is now is Kevin going home directly because of this move? Well, he maybe he might in the final <laughs> four. He is not going home in this round. And now, if you would have left the nominations the same, which would have been the other move, okay? Ika goes home. Then he's got to compete against Dylan and Dimitri in the final four. That's not really a good scenario. And if he takes Ika off and he puts Karen up, how do we not know that Dylan's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, and get fooled by Ika and Dimitri and vote to save Dimitri as well? So I feel like this is a situation, Melissa, where no matter what Kevin does, he is screwed. He is screwed. This is one where he took a risk. He thought, okay, I can make a play. I can try to guarantee this. It's going to blow up in his face, but at least he tried to do something. If he would have just left the nominations the same, Ike is going home 100%. He's competing against D Dimitri and Dylan in that final four, and that's a tougher road. Now he's just got to compete against one guy now. One of these big threats is going home. Well, um, I think we can all agree that his move is not worse than your move. Thank you. Um okay. that's, <laughs> so that's the first thing. And if you think that... Go back and watch season three, because I'm sorry. This does not <laughs> compare. Kevin is in a situation where he has to win out. He makes this move. He is still in a situation where he has to win out. I was in a situation where I was in one of the better spots in the game. I made yeah. my move, and I went home. So there is no comparing these two moves. I am sorry. Okay, continue. Melissa. Yeah. No, I mean, I see where he's coming from. Like, I absolutely see, like, because he, I mean, he speaks to the live feeders, and he he just sits – I mean, he's by himself all the time. He just sits in a room, and he basically talks to us, like, as if we're his friends or something, And which I actually like because I like to hear where his mind is at. But I – you know, I understood the logic behind it, but at the same time, like, Dylan is not a competition beast. Like, Dylan has won, like, one competition, hasn't he? And he's he's not – really a threat at all like not that Ike is a threat not that Karen's a threat but like Dylan's not a threat so like between getting out 
one of the people from a pair who you know are going to take each other to the final two, or at least like have, you know, unless they pull a John and Annette. But, but you know what? Here's the thing, though, with that argument that people are like, oh, you're splitting up. Kevin should have split up the pair. He knows they're going to take each other. Yeah, everyone's going to take each other. No one's taking Kevin. It doesn't matter who is taking who. He's just because well, we don't know that they won't take Kevin. Uh, Melissa, I mean, I feel like know. I'm sorry. I mean, we know there is nobody. I am sorry. There is nobody in this game that is taking Kevin to the final two based on who he has in the jury based on, you know, with all of his friends, is Karen going to take him in any scenario? No. Is Dylan going to take him in any scenario? Uh, maybe if it's like Dylan, Dimitri and Kevin, but even then I think Dylan is delusional and thinks, Oh, I can beat Dimitri. Uh, so he probably wouldn't take me either. Ike is not going to him. None of them are going to take him. So I'm sorry. That's one, one hole in your argument. I'm just going to point out, but continue. Sorry. <laughs> Just uh, channeling no, my inner just, prince this evening. I'm sorry. No, I totally, hey, it's fine. I get it. I'm, you know, Kevin's a friend of yours. Kevin's also like a good, I think Kevin's a good player. I like to hear the way he thinks, but I think that we were talking about this on the the, the round table on Sunday is that Kevin views everyone as like chess pieces and he thinks of it in a fully logical way. Whereas, you know, everybody else that's left there, except for maybe Dimitri's is very emotional and very, they don't think about it necessarily. And like, what is my best move to move forward? They're also playing for other people. Cause you got Karen playing for Ike and Dimitri's you've got Ika playing for Dimitri's you've got Dimitri's playing for Ika. Like everybody's playing for different people. They're not just looking out in their own best interests. And I think that's where Kevin is getting lost is he's thinking that everybody is looking out for themselves. Everybody's playing a logical game. Everyone's going to make the logical move. And if everybody was making the logical move, then this is a great move. But we see that everybody else is making crazy moves that were like, what are, why, why? And he's not seeing that, which that I think does kind of fall on Kevin's shoulders because like he's been playing with these people all game. And I mean, he's seen Karen, you know, she's kind of, cuckoo sometimes and he's you seen think? that kind he's seen <laughs> like you know i'm trying to be a little nice but you know very cuckoo um and you've got like dylan who's kind of crazy too very emotional he like cries all the time and plays with his heart and you know all that sort of stuff and then you've got aika who's like yelling and gets crazy like i just feel like ev- he's not viewing these people as people with with their own set of like emotions and goals he's viewing these people as chess pieces which like that's going to be, I think, where his downfall comes in. Yeah, I mean, it certainly could. I'm just from my perspective in terms of this being the and yes, this this hurts Kevin's game because now he's got to go through Dimitri in order to yeah. win. Um, but again, I mean, we don't know if, if you know he puts up Karen. What's for Dylan to say? Hey why don't I just get rid of Karen? Because if I get rid of Karen, then I become the pawn. I get dragged to the end of this game and I have a chance at winning. Um, I mean, who knows? Uh, hard to, well, uh, he, I don't know. There's a possibility that happens. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not going to defend it completely. Um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I get where people are coming from. I get why people are hating on Kevin. I'm just don't, I just don't think it deserves as much hate as it's getting. Also too, it's a lot easier from our perspective to see, oh, Kevin's dumb. He, why is he doing this? Obviously, Karen's going to go with Ika and Dimitri after seeing that conversation on the episode where Karen's going off <laughs> and saying like, oh, here, I, I wrote down some of these quotes. Uh, Karen says, quote, I want something to win that's deserving of it. I don't <laughs> want Kevin Martin to win. The people, the wrong pe- person doesn't deserve it. So there you go. So, I mean, if Kevin sees these yeah, conversations. Yeah, she was saying sometimes evil wins. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, wait, like who's the evil person in this scenario? Like, I just... She's I, I a little know. outrageous. I, I, I really don't know. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, if Kevin's had all this information, if Kevin's seeing all this stuff and he makes this move still, then yeah, absolutely. It, one, one of the dumbest moves ever. It, I, I still don't, I, I just don't think it's that, that stupid. It's bad. Just not that bad. Anyway, that's my take on it. I, I've, I've rambled on enough about it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So basically, uh, we're in this situation. So Ika is safe now. Karen's going to vote. Dylan and Dimitri are on the block. Kevin's safe. Kevin's got to win out, and he's going to have to go through Dimitri. It's going to be a very tough road for him. And uh, things are looking up for uh, Demica in this game right now, Melissa. Yeah, surprisingly, once again. Amazing. It really is amazing. that. uh, And I think, are we now at a point, I feel we can safely say, one of Kevin... 
Ika Dimitri is going to win this game without question to this point. Is that is that fair to say? I mean, I yeah, I think so. Can I'm Karen, trying can to imagine. Karen, can Karen win? Yeah, can Karen win in any in any scenario? I know there was this uh, uh, at Steena Nitz on Twitter was talking. I think this was yesterday, the day before, saying Karen's got three votes locked up. Um, uh, but do we? I mean, do we think that? I I don't know. Based on what Kevin has been doing this week, um, with his with his social game, is he hurting his chances with this move and some other things he's he's been doing? Or do you still think Kevin can beat Karen, uh, relatively safely in a final two scenario? I mean, I know that Karen and Dylan were talking about like when they go to one of them or both of them goes to the jury, they're going to like taint the jury against Kevin and they're going to tell him everything that Kevin has done to them and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't think anyone would go for it. I don't know yeah. if anyone would buy it, but you know, yeah, I, I would actually saying they will. So I, I would actually say, and on that, um, I would say that uh, <laughs> from my experience as a juror, when somebody comes in and tells you how to vote and what to do, that just makes you want to do the other thing. You want to go do something else. Unless that person yeah. has directly screwed you, you don't like it, there's like what's the incentive for everybody to flip on Kevin? I don't know. Um, but it, it's interesting because I think Bruno is probably in there right now campaigning hard for Kevin. Now Dylan is uh, presumably going to go in there and campaign hard uh, against Kevin. So it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. I just. I think we're at a point, though, safely where one of those three is going to win this game, Kevin, Ika, or Dimitri. And for me, I'm satisfied with that win. Ika, I think, has played, you know, Ika's played the best game this season, right? Hands down. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, socially, yeah. strategically, she's done such a great job. She obviously deserves to win this thing. Uh, but Dimitri, great job in the competitions. Kevin, great job yeah. in the competitions. And I don't think you can ignore the competitions when they've won as many as they're going to win, presumably if one of Kevin or Dimitri gets to final two. Um, and if we look at the past winners of this game, it's all people who have won lots of competitions for the most part. You look at season one, Jillian won a bunch of comps that season. I think it was four HOHs, one POV. John Party wins, I think it was like six comps in BB Can 2. BB Can 3, Sarah Hamlin, that's the one outlier. And then BB Can 4, the PAX bros. So, you know, I, that now now the wheels in my head are spinning a little bit here, Melissa. Do we think that now that the, this is set up this way, that basically Dimitri is going to get Dimitri is probably going to win this next HOH, right? So he's basically going to go to final three. Um, so I, I feel like Ke- yeah. Kevin or Dimitri, one of them is in a really good spot to win this thing. I think the only way Ika wins is if she's against Dimitri and Dimitri takes her, right? I mean, I could see Ika winning. In in any scenario, but I also could see everybody else winning in any scenario. So it's like going to be really tough. Like even when you, I feel like normally when you get down to the final two, you're kind of like, okay, I can kind of see who's going to win. Like I already pretty much can see what the jury's going to do. In this situation, it's say because it's hard to say. You know, I mean, like, you know, people like Cindy, when she was like irrationally mad at Bruno, like, you know, who knows if she's going to be like mad at Kevin saying that Kevin should have stopped her or whatever. Like, who knows? So I don't know what people are feeling in the jury, but I think that all three of them did like played great games. And I think that all three of them would be great winners. So I wouldn't be, you know, dissatisfied with any of them. I think that Ika played a great game, although it was very erratic and very crazy and it shouldn't have worked, but somehow she made it work, which is amazing and great. Um, and then, you know, Dimitri's like, I feel like Ika couldn't have done it though without Dimitri's because I think that he, well, he won all the competitions and he won when he needed to. And he also was this calming presence and he had a great social game in the house and he was able to, you know, kind of smooth things over and make Ika seem more calm and cool and collected and you've got Kevin over here who for the last part of the game has just like fought his way. So I, I think all three of them are deserving winners. I think, and I mean, like they're Dimitri's is so nice. He seems like such a genuinely great guy. I think he's, you know, I think he'd be a great winner. And, and Ika is so entertaining. I mean, you, they all bring stuff to the table. Kevin is like great. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just keep like singing all their praises, but I'm very satisfied with the way that the game is turning out just because there are, so many deserving winners left in the end. Whereas normally we're left with maybe one or two deserving winners. And then like the rest of them, like you'd be like, I do not want them to win. If I don't want, like if they win, I'm going to be so pissed. And you've got just like 
one person maybe that you're like rooting for and you know then they get quickly like they give them quickly the boot so I'm very excited that we could potentially end up with like a great final two. Yeah, it, it's going to be a really uh, good battle, and I'm excited to see. We're like a week away from this. I keep forgetting. Uh, we're so close, so it's going to be really fun uh, to see what this final two uh, is going to look like. Um, I, if Karen's in it, then I think it might be um, if if she's against any of these three, maybe maybe with Kevin, she's got a shot. But against Ika and Dimitri, I think it's no contest. I think it's it's a pretty uh, easy win for both of them. So hopefully, we got two competitors, Ike and Dimitri. I mean, I'm so torn. As a fan, I want to see Ike and Dimitri. As a, a human being, I would uh, want to see Kevin in the final two, obviously, because he's such a good friend of mine. But um, it's <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Could go in a lot of different directions. And it, you know what? There's still lots. Of, who knows what could happen here with this final four? Uh, Aaron Brock, the executive producer for Big Brother Canada, uh, was on a podcast today with uh, Rob, uh, a bonus show with Rob and Arissa Cox, which is really fun. So go check that out if you haven't already. And in that, she said that there are still more surprises to come. So we'll see. Maybe there's some twist or something uh, at the end that could change this up a little bit. Uh, I will say, though, uh, Aaron Brock also did say in the preseason that something will be done this season that has never happened before. Uh, which uh, we we have not seen yet at this point. So uh, maybe that's just a little bit of smoke and mirrors. I'm not sure, but uh, we'll see. Something could be happening there. Uh, all right. I guess we can just talk about in terms of stuff that happened on this episode of note here, Melissa. So we talked about the end of this episode. Ika losing her mind, going at Kevin, telling him to shove the veto up his ass, and then he uses on her. Dimitri says, "I'm going to win the competition next week, so watch out for me." Yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm just trying to think other stuff. I mean, this competition, the POV, um, there's some people talking about how uh, Ika was helping Dimitri in this competition, and Kevin still won. So shout out to my boy Kev for pulling that off on his own. Um, Did you like that, that Big Brother Canada, the producers, that they let them help each other in that competition? Because infamously, Big Brother Canada won. There was a veto comp where, I believe it was a veto comp, where Emmett was helping Jillian after he got eliminated. And then, or no, he went, he, Emmett had advanced to the next round and he was helping Jillian. And then they disqualified him from the competition uh, because he helped her. So what do you think about this? Should house guests be allowed to help other house guests in these competitions? I think that if you're still in the competition, it's different than if you're watching from the sidelines and you're helping. I think that it, if, you know, and I also think it's different. Like, I mean, if she had like gone in there and like dragged the body out to like give it to him or something like that wouldn't be cool. But the fact that she just told him like it's over there, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, if she wants to tank her own veto game, then, you know, go ahead. If she wants to just stand there and like tell him, you know, what to do. I mean, I mean, this competition, like, okay, I loved it because it was really cool. Like the setup was great. It was fun to watch. You know, you had the people, them dragging the bodies, you had the fire in the background. Like I was loving the setup and I was loving the concept of having like, like a physical part. And then you had like the mental part. It was like very survivor esque, but I also thought that it heavily favored guys like heavily favored. There's no possible way that I could drag one of those bodies out of the pool or even up, like uh, up through the water, like no way. And then you have to like jump out the water, climb over the thing. Uh, No, those guys looked that they were struggling with it. I mean, there was no way that Ika was going to win or Karen was going to win. Like, I mean, that was just like not fair. I mean, no way. Yeah. I I feel like, I don't know. They should have, the bodies should have been, uh, weighted based on their own weights or something like that way to give them an advantage because they've done that in competition yeah. before, right? Like the like it, stuff is done based on height and other things like that. So yeah, yeah, I feel like they could have adjusted that and made that a little more fair. But yeah, uh, I was sitting there like, oh, please, like really, like I yeah. got yeah, her tiny little skinny yeah. arms. And she Karen, no chance. Over no, yeah, no, no. no, no I'm poor Karen. She's like trying, and it's just like yeah, I was. I, yeah. I, I will give it to Karen. Karen did not give up on that competition, and that was not easy. So good on her. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and good on Dylan for not giving up on the puzzle, even though he was just like, from what I saw, he was just like <laughs> just staring at it the whole time. He was like, "Oh, what do I do here?" Uh, so uh, no, it was yeah. so funny because it was like it was down to Kevin and Demetrius, and then all of a sudden we cut to like a dr of Dylan, and he's like, "The three of us boys, we're in the finals. We're gonna win. One of us is gonna win. It's the three <laughs> no. of us." I'm like. Wait, what? Where did you come from? Like, it was literally, they were showing, like, Kevin and Dimitri's, and then he's just like, it's just us guys now. I was like, oh, my God. 
Where did you come from? I was watching the episode uh, uh, for this with my mom. And then uh, she was like, oh, my God, Dimitri, Kevin, who's going to win? Because my mom didn't. My mom's had a busy week at work, so she didn't know who would win the veto. And she was like, who's going to win? And then my dad's like, uh, I think Dylan's going to win. Look, he's doing really well. <laughs> you're like wait what and dylan's just standing there my mom my mom killed herself laughing dylan's just like standing there oh god very no i mean very funny the way that it's edited like they're giving dylan like a very good edit because my mom she doesn't watch the live feeds like although i tell her what's going on but she watches the episodes and she was like oh your mom watches bb can no way i did not know that i convinced her to watch it she loves That's awesome yeah, my, my whole family is into bb us but i've gotten them into bb can i had them watch bb can too Bravo. um well yeah done. so you know kind of trying to get them into it but uh so she watched it and she's like i'm liking dylan he seems like a really nice guy i was like yeah well the episodes will make you you know think that he's like the star of the show you know what's so funny is my mom also loves dylan so maybe it's <laughs> yeah Maybe it's a mom. I mean, I don't like, know. I get it though. I mean, the episodes are like they're very they're edited so that he's like he's nice and he's like crying and he's like in a cute little showmance with like Emily and it's just all this like sweet stuff and like it's very and like they have the goofy dancing segments and like to make him into this like character that he just like wasn't on the feed. Well, well Aaron, Aaron Brock said today on that podcast with Rob, she said Dylan is a hero now. I was like, wait, what? Dylan's a hero? But then I was like, you know what? Now I think about the, how they've edited him. He is kind of edited yeah, as a hero. They're giving him the thing. And I, you know, I, I got to give it to him. He's kind of won me over. I, I feel bad for him. Like I felt bad when he like got put on the block, like in this episode, like he looked genuinely Dylan got bad. Screwed. Dylan got yeah. so screwed. And, and that is the worst Every part time, every time there's like a giant conference, for some reason he gets in these confrontations with people, like people will yell at him. Like, for just like rant, like when Dylan wanted to pick a fight, remember Dimitri's in the beginning, he like picked a fight with him. And then more recently, like someone else yelled at like Dre yelled at him. And it's like every time he's so calm about it. And he's always like, what was that about afterwards? And it's just so funny because he like isn't supposed to be in these conflicts, but they're like manufactured conflicts to like try and show other people that people are fighting. And it's just like, poor Dylan, he gets dragged into it. Yeah, yeah. That Trey one was just, that one was like, I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> like Trey, Trey went really crazy on him. Uh but yeah, it, it's funny. We saw that you know, we've seen that a few times this season where yeah. normally on Big Brother seasons, and I'm thinking typically Big Brother US, we see people get in these huge fights and they're go- both going at each other back and forth and they say stuff. Whereas with, you know, this season, it's been a lot of just like one-sided going at each other. We mm-hmm. did see Dylan and Dallas go at each other. There, That was kind of a thing. But, you know, we saw, yeah, that Dre and and uh, Dylan thing. And then we saw today a, a couple times. Yeah, Ica, Ica just going at Kevin, just going at him. And Kevin's just like, yeah. Like, she's like, you, you've broken so many promises, Kevin. You're <laughs> such a hypocrite. And Kevin's like. Yeah, I have broken promises. I was like, Kevin, yeah. how are you I, not getting mad? This is crazy. I think it's very impressive. I think it's great how people, they, they can like kind of keep their cool in situations like that. I feel like I would, like, I don't know what I would do because I don't really get yelled at like that. So like, I don't know. But I think it's really great that he's able to just like maintain this like calm, you know, demeanor, even though he's getting like just like blasted. It's just crazy. I, my I, my biggest regret as Big Brother player was not having the opportunity to have someone yell at me uh, and get in a fight on the show. Uh, I did have Risha yell at me on uh, pre feeds before they came on, but other than that, oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> other than that, I didn't get in anything that aired on the show. Uh, pre feeds doesn't count. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, pre feeds does not count. Actually, it was a couple times she yelled at me, but she yelled at a lot of people. So I'll give Risha pass uh <laughs> so okay so uh, i guess the other main thing we talk about the competition uh we have this task which is essentially supposed to be like i mean it's funny they're doing all of these things to as like a blast from the past like they do the triple eviction uh last week they do the uh, you know, not quite Ica shredding the letters, but like a joke on it with the Karen task last episode. Yeah. And this episode, basically what this is, is the freeze task from Big Brother Canada 1. And it's it's the exact same. We have Dylan's mom come in instead of Andrew Monahan's twin brother, Pete, 
uh, we have his mom come in and I, I think that's yeah, it's his dog. Um, that was again talking about how Dylan's a hero. That was a super, super touching moment. I really, really liked that. Did you like this task? What did you think about it, Melissa? Well, um, it was an exact replica task of BB Australia. Okay. Um, so 2013, like exact replica. They had the tour come in with the tour guide and they all had to freeze. And the tour guide kind of pointed people out and had the, them like pretend to take pictures with them or like poke them or whatever. Then they had a clown come in. This time it was Sarah, but this. Oh no. Did we lose Melissa? Um, Melissa froze. Love- oh, there you are. There you are. You're back. Sorry. You, you just oh, froze for a second. You're back. So you, you were saying uh, the tour guide and then you froze uh, after yeah. that. Okay. It was a tour guide. And then they had someone, a clown come in and throw pies at the face. And then they had a loved one come in. It was literally the exact same thing. And like, I, I love the task because I think it's really like fun and funny to watch. Like even on the live feeds, like, I mean, they didn't show all of it on the live feeds, but when they would show some like times when they when they'd have them rewind or like go forward and stuff like that. And that was kind of fun. And I think that generally it's, it's a super fun task, but I had already seen it on big brother Australia. And the whole entire time I just kept thinking like, I I've seen this, I've seen this one too. I've seen this task too. Who's the loved one going to be, you know? And, and I was kind of hoping that maybe they would like mix it up a little. I mean, I know that they did it. Yeah. On BB can one. Right. And yes. then, and and Big Brother Australia, the one that I'm talking about was 2013, so it was after BB um, Can One. So BB Can One did that this task first, I think, unless Big okay. Brother Australia did it before. But but the exact same scenarios with the exact same like the clown and the this and the that. Like I just wish they did something different. Yeah, I do too. But uh, I did like the moment with Dylan. I will say it was good that he got that moment, especially with him going, you know, in this position this week. Uh, I'm glad that he got something out of this. What did you think of but Sarah? Also, like, how unfair is it? How unfair that one person gets love one visit? Hey, it was the like, same thing why? on BB Can One. Same thing. Andrew Monahan got the so twin, ridiculous. and nobody got anyone else. I mean, they, yeah, it's totally unfair. Like, it's like, why not give each person a loved one? Yeah, I, I, I guess. I would have much well, preferred to have seen Ica's kids come in. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have so, been insane. That would have been oh, It might have been too insane, but it would have been really great. <laughs> might have been a little too insane. Uh, also, too, uh, Kevin got a loved one. Sarah Hanlon came in, so there was that, right? That oh, there you go. That what did you think? <laughs> yeah, of, I think that's close enough. Who, who are you uh, – who, who's better, uh, Sarah Hanlon or the Zingbot? What, what do you pick? Oh, I picked the Zingbot. No offense, Sarah. Yeah, you know, it seems like a Sarah, great gal. Sarah, but, I love you, you but know. I think I gotta go Zingbot too. If that's yeah, what she's going for, I, I, I will say when they, on my season we did a ta- we did like a, a task where Sarah had to roast us all, and she was amazing. She roasted us all so well. On this, you know, she roasted Kevin and she roasted uh, she roasted Dylan, but other than that, like, was there yeah. any roasting going on? I don't know. It was just like pies in the face. So I was like, okay, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the uh, what was happening there. Uh, yeah, lunacy. And also, like, they should have shown it on the feeds. They yeah, should have shown all of yeah, this on the feeds. Yeah, like, yeah, what that is this don't... garbage that we don't get to watch anything anymore? Like, it's crazy. Like, and then we don't get to watch the full thing anyway when they start show it on the show. So, like, what's the point of feed, like being a live feeder? I don't, I don't quite understand. Like. It makes me so angry. Yeah, I, I mean that—that that I don't know. Maybe uh, if only you could have been there on that Aaron Brock interview, Melissa. Um, maybe you could. Yeah, have I'd asked. have been like, "Hey, uh, let me give you a piece of my mind." Right. Uh, say something about that. But yeah, I don't know. Like, is for yeah. Again, like, there's been other times where people have been in the house and they they show that because yeah, how cool would that have been to see Sarah Hanlon on the feeds? I think that would have been a lot of fun. Uh, but. Uh, Guess not. They just didn't want to do it. Guess so uh, I don't know. Uh, sponsors, I guess. Womp, womp. Uh, so what happens when you get free feeds. They can do whatever they want. So, uh, so yeah, that was it. Also, uh, I think you could probably – maybe people couldn't tell this from his voice, but the tour guide leader was uh, Trevor Boris, who is one of the executive producers of the show. That's a little Easter egg for you guys. I think a lot of people know who he is. But uh, if you don't know, that's the guy who does all the comps. He does a lot of other stuff behind the scenes as well. But, uh, yeah, the guy who was, like, saying – uh, yes, that is Dimitri's muscles. You can feel them. Yeah, that 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 was him. So I, I like that. 
Uh, also, I recognize someone from production that was one of the people, like as the uh, one of the people on the tour. So I, I don't know. Really? If was, I'm assuming it was that was all production because at first I was like, oh, they've like found actual fans because that yeah. would be cool. But then if it was actual fans, I don't think actual fans would have been able to keep their cool as much as no, those they guys might did. Like, freak out a little. Yeah, people were asking on Twitter like. Is it fans or is it like hired actors or is it production? Yeah. Like who is it? Production. Yeah, that was production. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, yeah, that was, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it there then, Melissa. I mean, we, we went through all of this. Uh, I guess we can talk about live feeds. We've been talking about the episode enough. Are you ready for them? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So we'll talk <laughs> about live feeds. We'll get into questions after that. Not really a lot we have to talk about on live feed, so just stick around. The spoilers at this point, it's like, come on, it's Final Five. Like, just hang around. I'm not even going to give you that long of a spoiler warning. So, all right, before we move forward, we're just going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is... A spoiler. Warning. A spoiler. Warning means that an actual... Spoiler. ...against this country has been detected, and that protective action should be taken. Spoilers are coming in three, two, one. Okay, Melissa, who is going okay. home this week? Dylan. Well, we think. Yeah, I mean, think unless that's crazy happened. Everything has stayed the same, though. Karen is wants to vote him out. Um, okay, so that's yeah. – has there been any campaigning on Dylan's part? Has he even tried to save himself? Um. Yeah, you know, he did a little bit. He spoke with Karen, and honestly, it was the most, like, frustrating conversation ever because Karen was just being a total idiot no offense to Karen or Karen's family but she was being just I it was just like killing me because someone was like why are you doing this because she was like I'm gonna vote you out and he's like why and she's like because since day one I've been in an alliance with Ika and Demetri's and we've been true to each other this whole game and it would be horrible for me to turn my back on them and he was like but didn't they just go against you like a couple weeks ago? And she's like, yeah, they, they did do that. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, well, then like you guys haven't really been true to each other. And he's like, she's like, well, you know, that they were, they had their ears were, you know, influenced by the wrong people. And it was just like, and he's it, like, it, you do realize that like, you shouldn't take, you're not going to win against them or whatever. And he, she's like, yeah, I know. And it was just like, like, why? So, so tell, tell me this, Melissa. Why is is Karen's move not like by voting out uh, voting out Dylan? Is that not just as bad as Kevin's move of using the veto? Are I, they I, okay? I think the reason why people aren't like freaking out about Karen's move is because like they expect more from Kevin. Like, I don't think people expect that much from Karen. I think she's like, I mean, obviously when we got in that argument with the chat the other night, we don't, I don't, I apparently I'm very out of touch with the fan base because there was a bunch of Karen fans Me in too. the chat who were like, she's going to win. I was just like, give her credit. So, I mean, you know, my, my thinking is like, I wouldn't, I'm, a, I'm like annoyed with her move, but I'm not thinking like, I'm shocked by her move. Like, I can't believe Karen would would choose to, like, evict Dylan, and that's not in her best interest. Yes, and, and so I get that, but I will just say, if you're listening to this podcast, like, just think about that then. Like, Karen went in a situation where, okay, <laughs> door number one, she's guaranteed final two. Ica uh, is going to take her to the end if she wins. Demi uh, Dylan is going to take her to the end if he wins. Kevin is going to take her to the end if he wins, okay? Guaranteed in every scenario by splitting up that pair, she is going to final two and she could win against Dylan. In the door number two, okay? She's now in a situation where she might not go to the final two. Kevin would probably take her to the final two. Dimitri or Ika might, depending, I guess, depending on who's left. But if Kevin goes out here at final four, I. I I kind of think both Dimitri and Ika are going to take each other to the end of this game, yeah. which get, you know, which means she's not even going to have a chance to argue her case. So, does that not mean? Whereas with Kevin's options, okay, in his scenario, yeah, it's a lot tougher. He's got to, but he's got in door one, he's got to win out, and door two, he's got to win out. So, yeah. I feel like Karen's move is just as bad, if not worse, than what Kevin is doing. And yes, people are saying, oh, we expect more from Kevin. I, 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 yeah, okay, that's fine. I get that. But if we're just looking at this objectively, 
I think we need to we need to be like, yo, Karen, you're giving up final two. Like this. Well, is, that's this, yeah. This I mean, that's like her intention, though. Move. That's her intention, though. But the intention of the game is to win, is it not? Well, what is the point of living in that house for seventy days? If to you win. don't want to win, then I don't care what her intentions are because <laughs> that's not the game that we are playing here. The game you are playing is to win the game. It is not who can fuck over. For Kevin Martin, it is who can win the game. I know you're preaching to the choir here. I I think that Karen Karen has been frustrating me this whole week and last week, and every time she keeps crying to Ike and Dimitri, saying that she wants to give up her game for them, and because as a fan of the show, she would want to you know do what the fans would want. So she's thinking from a fan perspective. Like, how do you know what the fans want? You're not watching the game. You're in the game, and you should be trying to win. The fans want to see yes. people trying to win, and also you know. Uh, why do uh, why does she automatically assume that just because she hates Kevin that everybody else hates Kevin? And like, also too, and why why does Kevin why does uh, I'm sorry why does anyone not deserve to win this game? If yeah. the jury decides someone's going to win this game, then they win this game. That means Karen too, okay? And uh, and I'll just eat crow. She deserves to win the game if the jury decides that she, yeah. she wins. She deserves it. That's fine. That is the most – that's just the stupid – I just hate that argument that, oh, we got to get rid of Kevin and we have to vote him out because he doesn't deserve to win. It's just – it's a dumb I don't, excuse. I, I, I don't I like hate, it. I hate, 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 hate the excuse of, uh, like, let's vote him out because they don't deserve to win. Like, or, like, you know – they they have the money. They already have enough money. Like they don't need it. Like stuff like that. I hate Throw that. It. Those things are garbage. Like you need to just look at, you know, the game itself and what they've done in this game, you know, to get themselves further and how they've played just generally. Like and and also the whole like, well, you know, I want a good person to win. Like <laughs> this is a game. You're not you're not gonna have good people in this game. And if you're a good person in the game, like fine but you're also like probably pretty boring i don't know all i know is that you you, you've got to it's big brother like i i know that's like the classic saying which is like it's big brother you have to lie you have to cheat blah 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 but like still it really is though it's like that's the nature of the game and and you can't fault somebody for lying or for you know making strong moves or thinking solely for themselves because this is an individual game yeah, it it is an individual game. It is. Uh, there are no good people, as Lunacy is saying. Yeah. There are no good people. Everyone is the hero of their own story, uh, which is I always find so funny when people are like, "We're the heroes, they're the villains." You know, it's like that's just not how it works. Everybody. And most of the time, themselves. you're totally off on your reading of like who's the villain, yes. who's the hero, 100%. like. I just remember so much in like the past seasons where like people who were like clearly the villains were like, we're the heroes. We have to rise up against the villains. And it was like, mm, like reverse that. And then, yeah. then you got it right. Yeah, no, it's uh, and it's, it's when you're in there, it is impossible to know who the heroes are. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you can take a guess. I mean, when the, the, the audience are clearly booing somebody in the house when they get, uh, you know, when, when something happens or they cheer when they get evicted, then you may have a sense Ugh. of who the show is uh, portraying to be the villain. Yeah, but outside don't even of that. We started on like the audience, like participation in the, you know, in the live episodes. It is so annoying. Like it totally taints the game. And I've been saying this like every podcast, I feel like I have to, but it's just like, Melissa, we like, needed you in your microphone, Arissa. We needed you. I know she needs, she likes, she said in like one of the interviews or whatever, like not many people know this, but like I, like, I don't remember where she said this or I heard this somewhere, but that like, she like has a button and they can only hear when she's pressing the button. But like, you have to mute that more often because they can hear you. They can hear yes. everybody behind you. <laughs> behind you. Like 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 Julie Chen, they have her just like just her. You don't see the crowd behind her. And, like you don't see the reaction. Like people like being like, yeah or no. Like you just it, it ruins it. That is the one It ruins thing. the integrity of the game. Yeah, that's the one thing, BB can. You gotta fix. You gotta fix that. You gotta fix that. Yeah. We don't like that. Um all right, let's uh let's take some questions here, Melissa. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's jump into this one. Okay. This one is from Mr. Robot Taren. Mr. Robot Taren says who wins in a Kevin Dimitri final two and who wins in a Kevin Ica final two hashtag happy hour. Uh, what do you think there, Melissa? 
That is so, that is a very hard question because it's hard to know what the jury is going to do at this point. First off, though, think- are, are, are those scenarios possible? Because I don't even know if they're even possible at this point. I really don't think so. I feel like, yeah. Because I, let's think. I can't let's really think. imagine There's a scenario, scenario where Kevin and Demetrius. Yes, the scenario in which Kevin survives means he wins the power veto next week, okay? And he's the sole vote to evict. He's the sole vote to evict. We're assuming Dimitri wins HOH. He's going to vote out Ike. Yeah. So that scenario is dead. Then for Kevin to get to the final two, he also has to win. And if it's Kevin, if if it's between Karen or Dimitri, Karen and Dimitri's, yeah, it, there's no way he's taking. He's Dimitri's. not taking Dimitri. So I feel like if it's Kevin in the final two, it's Kevin against Karen, and that is it's that's it's that or bust at this point. Um, there's no other scenario unless, yeah, no, there's there's yeah. there's no scenario if Kevin yeah, is because in the he final, can't win HOH because he next can't week. win HOH next week. So Kevin and Karen, if Kevin's in the final two, he's against Karen. He's not against Ika. He's not against Dimitri. But hypothetically. Uh, Melissa, if something yeah, some shockwave comes in and, and uh, you know, that's a fi- the final two, which, you know, I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, be great. it would be great. What do you think in those two scenarios? Do you first Dimitri, Kevin? I think that's. Uh, that's I probably think, the closer of the two, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I think that could be a closer vote because I could see the vets going with Kevin, um, except for Ika and. You know, I see Karen and Dylan going with Dimitri's, and I s- Dre and William. I guess William would probably go with Kevin. Dre would probably go with Dimitri. 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 Oh no, she didn't like him. No, she didn't like Kevin either. Never she mind. Who, she didn't like any of them. She doesn't like either of them. She told. She said she didn't like either of them. So you know, I guess she'd go with Dimitri's because probably Iko would talk to her and be like, "Hey." Yeah. Yeah. We're doing no, Dimitri's. I, I, I think if we look at it, I think Dimitri versus Kevin, it's really going to be close. It's going to come down to, you know, Kevin's got those vet votes of Netta, Bruno, and uh, Netta, Bruno, Cindy, those three. He's got yeah. one. That's four. He needs one more because this is a jury of nine. I think Kevin can get that one other vote. I, I do think he would be able to rope that in against Dimitri. Uh, oh, actually, I don't know, though, to be honest. It would come I down know. to Jackie. It comes down to Jackie or Dre. And if you can't oh, get yeah, Dre, Jack. I don't know if he's getting Jackie. Jackie because Dimitri made that speech at the end. So to be honest, I think Dimitri would win that in the final two. But I think Dimitri's might win. And, and also, too, all Dimitri has to say is, look, Kevin tried to get me out two weeks in a row and he failed both times. Vote for me to win. And I think he wins right there. So I think Dimitri wins yeah. that one. And if it's Ika and, and uh, Kevin, I think it's the exact same thing. I think, well, actually, uh, actually, you know what? I think it might be different because Jackie, is Jackie going to vote for Ika to win this game? I really don't think so. Do I don't you? think so. Right? So that, I, I don't think she would. There, there's your, your, your Kevin Martin starting five. So look at that. Kevin is in a better situation if he goes to the end with Ika than he is. Although we Ica. have to think like, is Cindy mad? No. Is she angry? No, with Kevin? because Kevin gave because Kevin gave her the sympathy vote. She was mad at Bruno True. because Bruno True. didn't do that. Um, Cindy, yeah. if Kevin is in the final two, Cindy is voting for Kevin based on what I know of both of them, what I know of their relationship and their friendship outside of this house. Cindy will vote for Kevin to win okay. this game if Kevin is in the final two. And unless you know, if it's Kevin and Ika, maybe Cindy considers it, but I, I do think she would vote for Kevin to win this thing. Um, yeah. But again, I think this is a bit of a moot point just because the only way Kevin gets to the end is with Karen. And in that scenario, I think Kevin is winning this game. I think he's got it. I don't think Jackie is going to vote for Karen. I don't think Dre is going to vote for Karen based on some of the things she said in her her, uh, her post-game interviews. Um, I, I can't really see people voting for Karen. I, I, I can't really either. Um, Maybe Dylan. Yeah, Dylan and Dylan. And, you know, Dylan, Dimitri's maybe, yeah, maybe, no, maybe those. You know, three, but even Dimitri's to be honest, no. I think one of Ike and Dimitri would vote for Kevin. I think. I think both like, Ike and Dimitri's would vote for Kevin. I mean, they were just talking on the feeds about how the one of the three of them has to win. Okay, good. Okay, so that's good. They well, were saying like that's the only way it'd be good. So, I was a little, yeah. I was a little concerned, but the the more I talked myself into it, I was like, okay, I think Kevin could win against Karen. No, uh, I, could, I, could you I, imagine, God, Melissa, God, if Kevin wins out, he has all this immunity, goes with Karen, and he loses. Oh my God, that would be so bad. I will tell you guys right now, when I see Kevin, uh, you know, post show, I'm going to cry really hard because I'm a baby at heart. I'm going to cry when I see him. But if I, you know, I don't know if I could cry if I saw him and he lost to to Karen. I I think I would just be like, 
I'd be like, I, I, there are no words. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just like emotionless. I just don't know how to handle this. Oh, but I'm sucked out of you. Yeah. All right. Let's take this next question. This is from uh, the aforementioned Steen and it's uh, Christina on Twitter. She says, uh, what is the worst move? Kevin putting Dylan on the block or Zach putting you on the block, JP? <laughs> Hashtag happy hour. So, Melissa, I will ask you as an objective third party, what is a worst move? Zach nominating me and, and, and maybe not nominating me because I asked to go up, but maybe Zach not using the veto or Dylan. Because uh, this is what this is what people have been saying is the, you know, the the dumb. What's which move is dumber? Kevin doing this or, you know, the Zach JP thing. So what do you think? I, I think it's got to be Kevin, right? It's got to be Kevin. I mean, sorry, not Kevin. It's got to be me. It's got to be I was me. like, wait, all right, so now we, you've done a complete reversal on your point I, I, from earlier that you're yes. very passionately arguing yes. against me on. Just give me and, and don't. I, I'm sorry. I'm biased. But what do you think? I, I won't be offended if you if you think Kevin's is dumber. I won't be offended. No, Just no, tell no. Me no. The honest I, I absolutely wholeheartedly think that your move was way dumber. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And Zach's too. And Zach's too. It was oh, both oh, of yes. us. Zach, but, you yeah. know. I watched, mostly you. I, and to, you know, to do my homework on this, guys, I watched that episode again where Zach does not use the veto. Oh, on me. I watched it again. And I was it's like, like punishment. Okay. And I watched when I volunteered to go on the block. Yes, I know, but I watched it because I was like, okay, like, what am I missing? I need to watch this again. And I watched it and I'm like, nope, this is still the dumbest move. <laughs> You're close. like, maybe with time it's softened. I'm like, maybe it's, nope. it's aged well. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 this is not is a not. fine wine. This is oh, definitely not. Oh, this is like God. moldy. Like, my God. Oh, Ma- uh, uh, moldy fruit. Yeah, mom, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry that I did that to you. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it was hard enough watching me with the Kevin stuff this week. I cannot imagine what that must have been like for my family. And, uh, They're like, yeah, yeah, that that must not have been uh, fun times. Uh, all right, let's take uh, let's take another question. Uh, I'm trying to kill some time here, Melissa. This one is from your friend, the Melissa Bot. The Melissa Ooh. Bot, yes, your your doppelganger. Yeah. Uh, Melissa Bot says, "Will Canada have a jury vote? What do you think about that? That would give it the there would be ten total votes then if Canada got a vote." I don't see that happening because that would be, you know, tough. Like, I mean, it would like kind of invite a tie potentially. So I think that when we originally thought that there was only good, there, there was going to be an even number of jury members and we were like, that's kind of weird. There's probably something up their sleeves. Then we thought like, okay, yeah, it's got to be like a Canada's vote. But now I don't think so. I think that, you know, it doesn't make any sense to try and like, potentially have a time and then because then what do you do like do a revote or something i don't know so yeah i don't you're think a, you're asking for it if you're production i feel like at that point unless the there it's like some crazy thing where the vote from canada is also like the tie-breaking vote or something which i think that would be a little bit too much so yeah, yeah. I, I i don't think Can- yeah. a canada vote is in the cards this year i think the only reason we saw that last year was because of the uh unique circumstances with ramsey and his dad um yeah. so let's uh <laughs> Luna says in the chat they're redoing former twists so they could nullify a juror again. They could do oh, that. God. Give Canada a vote and then vote someone out of the jury. Now that would be fun. I would like that. That, would, that. that is that a be interesting. That I can get behind. Uh all right, let's take this next question. This is from Stephanie Malk at Stephanie Malk on Twitter. She says, if Demica makes final two, who is more likely to win this game? We talked about Kevin and the, versus them, but Dimitri versus Ika. That's one we haven't talked about yet. Based on the Cindy thing, does that influence how you think this would play down potentially, Melissa? I think that the vets give it to Ika. I think all the vets would give it to her. Do you think, you know, Ika's talked a lot about there being, you know, maybe a bitter jury or something like that. Do you think there is a, a chance that we see that if Ika's in the final two with Dimitri? I don't think there would be a bitter jury. I mean, it doesn't seem like the jury is all that bitter. I mean, maybe Jackie, but. And I think Neda can talk some sense into her. I really don't see a bitter jury. For, I mean, especially not from the jury segments. I don't know. I don't. Do you I think, think Ika's just do you talking think, that up? Do you think Neda would vote for Ika? Because I love Neda to death. She said she would. Netta's, but from, but from Neda's perspective, like you could easily argue to vote for Dimitri. Dimitri has played on a fantastic game. And, you know, after some of the stuff Ika said to her, I mean, that's hard to get over. I'm sorry. Like it she is. And you can make like, an argument for both. I'm not, I don't think, you know, I believe Ika is probably the more deserving player. That's not the wrong, that's the wrong word. Ika, is, Ika should win over Dimitri. She played the yeah. better game. But, but I 
do think there is an argument that Dimitri should win as well? Because if Dimitri wasn't there, Ika wouldn't be able to do any of the things she did this season. And Dimitri kept Ika sane. He was a big part of their social game. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely think there's an argument for Dimitri's to win. Absolutely, no question. But I don't see... I see Netta voting for Ika because in her exit interview or some interview I saw with her, she was like, no, I would reward good gameplay. Like, and she said, it's like Ika's playing a good game and stuff like that. So I think that she recognizes the gameplay. And I think, I don't think she's bitter when it comes to Ika. I mean, obviously she's probably like not happy about it, but I don't think she's bitter when it comes to like judging the game. I think that she's, you know, got to, mind for the game and I don't don't see her getting clouded by that but I mean there is totally an argument that Dimitri should win I think that he did a great job I you know both of them did I think that they neither of them could get there without the other so you know they're both deserving well deserving but yeah they both yeah they both have cases to win this game yes I, I think the the interesting thing here is that it would be a little bit up in the air, I, I think, with this in terms of like knowing. I think Ika would definitely have the edge based on the fact that she's a vet, based on, you know, all that. But I mean, Dimitri's has come overcome all this adversity. I think the newbies might want to see a newbie win this game. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he was on the it, block week one. Yes. And I think if you look so. at the social game, again, these relationships he's built with these people as they're going out the door, I mean, he is, you know, he's gone out of his way to make people feel good about him other than you know when netta went home um so you know i i think this could be like big brother canada three where it came down to sarah hanlon and godfrey in the final three and the the viewing audience didn't really have their finger on the pulse of like okay who's gonna win this is it godfrey or is it sarah sarah screwed over a lot of people godfrey's played a great game and then it turned out to be a blowout in favor of sarah hanlon um so it could be like that for you know ike and dimitri but it could also be close as well so hard to say do you think based on what you've seen on feeds melissa would they take each other to the final two? I think yes. Okay. I, th- I think they would. I mean, Ika's ready to give up her game for Dimitri's, so I think that... That's true. That's true. I, I think they both take each other. I don't... I mean, the one the one factor is, like, maybe Dimitri's cuts Ika, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I see that happening. I really don't. I, I think they both take each other. Yeah, I could, I, I could definitely see that um, happening there. Uh, this one is from... Crimnasium on Twitter. Crimnasium says, how's that BB can draft going for you? Ha <laughs> ha hashtag R- uh, sorry, happy hour. Uh, yeah, Melissa, you have Dimitri left, right? Is that the only person you have? Yes, but I was, I had three people or two people for like the longest time. I was doing very well for myself. And well. then, then I, well, you know what? It could be, it could be your second round pick versus my first round pick. In the final two, Ooh, yeah, Ica, I, Ica versus Dimitri in, in the end, and look at who who would have thought? You know, Ica first round pick. Who called it? I'm just saying. I know, know I'm that's not gonna brag, crazy. But uh, you know, you guys were like, "Oh, you took Ica in the first round," but yeah, I did. Who has now? Kevin who's is with Karen, Kevin's right? with Taryn, of course. So yeah. I'm so conflicted because I know it's I like we don't want Taryn to, to win. I want Taryn to lose so so bad, Same. but I also want Kevin to win. So yeah, so, no. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm we can't so let lost. Taryn win. I, I, I am so lost. He's going to hold so it over all of our heads. Yes. Uh, Not gonna he, be good. He, de- he definitely will. He definitely will. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's see. Are there any other questions here? We have Patrick McNeil says, was the guy leading the group of tourists into the house? The voice of Marsha sounded like it. Yes, it was. We talked about that earlier. Oh, he does the voice of Marsha. Yes. Trevor Boyce does the voice of Marsha. That also is talked about oh. on, the, on the Aaron Brock and Arissa Cox podcast. So, uh, well, well, well. so there you go. Uh, all right. Let's see. Do we have anything else? Duh, 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 duh. Jordan gets fired up about Big Brother. That made my day. Shout out to Jordan. Oh, this Matt Gagan. Shout out to Jordan Parr for not going to Toronto this week. So I'm not the only one left feeling left out. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. That's uh, for my buddy, Matt Gagan. Uh, Matt, you're welcome uh, for also staying behind. Yeah, I'm also uh, glad. And too. Melissa, too. So there we go. Yeah. I'm the like, only person who's like not going. Could have been the uh, Melissa Danny. Now, I think that could have been good. I, I would have. I would have watched that. That would have been fun. Uh, yeah, I try and host it myself. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Uh, John Heddles, should Dimitri replace Zach Efron in the Baywatch sequel, considering how he looked in that comp? 
Uh, yeah, Melissa, uh, what do you think? Should Demetrius, Demetrius is pretty jacked. They all looked really good. Yeah, I think. And yeah. That, like you saw in that. Yeah, like, oh, I thought they did. Karen looked great too. I was like, oh man, damn. Thank you. I was thinking good. the same thing because on the live feed, she had said like, it was so mean of them to make me wear that bathing suit. Like I looked terrible. And, and I was just like, I was like waiting to see it. And I was like, oh, poor Karen. And then I looked at it and I was like, she looks great. What is she talking about? Like, I don't get it. Everybody looked really good. Yeah, apparently the Baywatch really suit looks good on everyone. Apparently, well, hey, or or there's just a really great, great looking bunch in there this season. Who knows? Uh, all right, this is. Uh, I think that's going to do it, Melissa, for this edition of the Happy Hour. And I didn't, uh, I didn't get into this at the start of the show, but I told you this. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think this is my last happy hour. I think this is it no. for me. Yes. So, uh, no. yeah, this is the last one for me because next week I'm in Toronto for the uh, Big Brother Canada 5 finale. Uh, going to go see my boy Kev. Going to see all these fools there in the BB Can house. It's going to be going to be so fun. I really can't wait to see everybody. Um, so that was that was why I couldn't go to Toronto for the, the uh, RHAP uh, live show tomorrow is because I'm already going to Toronto. It's just next week so uh so yeah this is my last show on the happy hour i I will however be on rhap uh on monday so uh this isn't my last podcast uh as manager of uh, robin's website.com uh but this is i believe my last for happy hour unless there's some bonus one at the end of the day and who knows maybe there is but uh just based on talking behind the scenes i don't think that's gonna happen so i'm pretty sure this is it so that's uh, such a bummer. Yeah, I, I you know, it's uh it is what it is, but uh <laughs> so you know, someone says in the chat few, yep, you're you're welcome, I'm gone, so you don't have to worry about me anymore. <laughs> okay, you okay, all right. To be fair, you also had a lot of no's in the chat. And, oh no, and we'll That's miss true. you. So you didn't just true. have the negatives. That is People true. People like true. you. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate it. But yes, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thanks to everybody so much. If this is the last episode of the Happy Hour, uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a really fun two years. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I, I, I won't go fully into goodbye mode because I'll be on Monday's show. So you'll see me there. Uh, but this is the last time I guess I'll be hosting a podcast, I guess, for the foreseeable future. Um, so yeah, whether, you know, if you've been a true believer since day one or, you know, if you've been listening for the last week, uh, you know, I appreciate you listening. Thank you. If this is your first episode, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, you know, this is, uh, this is the end of the road for me. And unfortunately, uh, I just had to, I just had to call it quits. So, uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. I'll be hopefully explaining, you know, we will be a bit of a deep dive in my goodbye a little bit more than I'm terrible at goodbyes. So, uh, I don't really know what I'm going to say. Uh, but you can tune into that show. That'll be live after the Monday night, uh, eviction. Uh, it'll be a special eviction. I believe that's when we will see who has won the final four, you know, HOH and the POV and somebody gets evicted, all that good stuff. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That'll be on Robin's website, uh, com live after the East Coast airing of the episode. Uh, one week from tonight, uh, the LFC will be doing a recap of BB Can 5 and they'll be back again after the finale. So that should be a lot of fun. Melissa will be there. So yes. you can check that out. Should be really fun. We're going to have a good winner. So hopefully no veils from, uh, from Brett this year. Uh, but otherwise... <laughs> yeah. Guys, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate all of the uh, all, all of the love and the support. It's been a great ride, and uh, you know, if this is my last for happy, if this is indeed the last for happy hour ever, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Couldn't have done it without you guys, and uh, I I am really gonna miss you. But I'll be around. You'll see me. I'm not dead. So uh, I'll see you guys on Monday, Melissa. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Any hashtag ideas? Uh, hashtags are hard. Uh, moms love Dylan. Maybe, maybe that mom, moms love Dylan. Moms love Dylan. Okay. Moms love Dylan. So we'll go with moms love Dylan. Who would have thunk it that Dylan would make it in for the last ever happy hour hashtag, but there you go. Uh, so thanks guys so He's much. The hero. He's the hero. Dylan, you keep forgetting. Dylan is the hero. So, uh, so He's thanks. Thanks guys. I love you so much. I will see you on Monday's show. We'll see. We'll do one last final hurrah before I ride off. <laughs> into the sunset okay that is gonna do it for melissa danny i'm jordan parhar hashtag moms love dylan we'll talk to you soon take care
The theme song of the reality TV Rehappy Hour is written and performed by Ryan Elder. Check out more of his work at ryaneldermusic.com.